Hi guys, and welcome back to the 28th episode of the Couch on Ice podcast. Uh, we got some exciting news to talk about today. The Seattle Kraken draft official expansion draft officially happened last night. Uh, but before we get into any of that fun stuff, let's introduce the other boys. Uh, Chase, how's it going? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. How's yourself? Oh, always good. Always good. Happy to prolonging and waiting for more information about Seattle. But we'll get, like I said, we'll get into that. But Jordan, how are how are you doing down in Moose Jaw there? Oh, not too bad, buddy. Not too bad. It's good to hear. So let's get uh let's get right into it. We got some a lot of stuff is happening today, and I'm sure you're gonna hear some breaking news like that we're gonna get as the podcast is yeah, going. Everything is just coming out every hour. Yes, very, very quick. Within about twenty minutes, I've seen three trades. Um, yeah, not even for the most part. So we'll we'll get into that. But let's start talking about right away. Jordan wanted to talk about the retirements that have been official so far. I'm sure there'll be more to come. But uh, do you want to start listing a couple of those off, Jordan? We'll kind of talk about their career. Yeah, absolutely. I think obviously the most notable one. Pekka Rene, yes. after a 15-year decorated career, he is calling it retirement from the NHL. Not necessarily hockey, but the NHL for sure. Yes, uh, it, it's a very likely chance that it could be just his career. He has yeah, played... Very possible. He's at that age. Yes, um, he has had an awesome career. Probably the best natural goalie of all time. Or oh, I, shouldn't say, I shouldn't even say probably. It is without a doubt. Yeah. Almost 700 games in the NHL. He has a Vesna trophy that he won, I believe, in 2018. Uh, a Stanley Cup Finals appearance. Of course, he never ended up being able to win the Cup in his career, but a great career. Um, mm-hmm. Anything you guys have to say else about him? Like, just an awesome, awesome goalie. Yeah, just just a great career. I agreed. Yeah, so. I've just been watching him. I got on 27 now, so 15 years. I watch this guy all the time. Yep. He started pretty, pretty big reason why I'm a Nashville fan and why I know that team so well, and yeah, all that sort of stuff. I hope he actually plays in Finland or something. Yeah, that would be cool. Wherever play at home, play at home for a year or something. Like he's not dead yet. He wasn't. He didn't look too bad last year. You know. So no, not at all. Pull another half a year out playing some backup or starter in the league but it all depends but no that's all yep for sure um who else you got there jordan or retirements the next one we've got is boston bruins defender kevin miller at the age of 33 seven nhl seasons yeah very very good kind of knew this was coming i don't think he played even a game last year because Uh, of injury yeah, he was. I'm sure he tried. And I'm he sure tried. He played. He played about 20 <laughs> games. Played about yeah, 20 games last great. year. Uh, 28 to be precise. He was a minus one. Uh, not that that really matters much. He's a defensive defenseman. He doesn't put up points like was at it all. The year previous, then that he didn't play. He didn't. Game? Yes, it was the year previous. Yeah, he hadn't yeah. played at all. He is yeah. a good defenseman. A solid right-handed defensive defenseman, like I mentioned. He had a good career. He, oh, yeah, exactly. Seven years. In 352 career games. Yes. That's very good from a defenseman very, who's not like an offensively-minded defenseman at all. Yeah, exactly. And I know plus-minus means fuck all for the most part, but he was a plus-79 in his career, which is always good to be a plus. Um, 
pretty it's not unreal. bad to be a plus exactly. so yeah it can't it doesn't hurt <laughs> so no definitely <laughs> definitely a very solid career uh move yeah. on to the next retirement yeah the next one we've got is unfortunately a sad one <laughs> this yeah. one yeah this one is sad if i could fucking find it <laughs> Okay, here we go. Matt Calvert. This one's sad for me. Oh, I've been a fan of Matt for a long time now. Ten seasons. So much of a fan. Eight, forgot eight, his name. Hundred fucking games. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. He's been a very good depth line player, mainly with Columbus, mainly, or for mm-hmm. most of his career. Five hundred and sixty-six games, two hundred points, over 30, uh, thirty-two playoff games, which isn't too bad, especially because he played on Columbus most of his career. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good career, good bottom, yeah. bottom six. Manitoba boy as well, so yes, Canada at least. Yeah, can, another Canadian that retires, which seems like it happens all the time because half the <laughs> NHL is from Canada. So, um, no, I got really it's always bad to see a player retire from injury, which unfortunately, yes, yes, here. that is also what it was. Uh, he had an upper body injury, and he only played eighteen games this year, so he's forced in retirement the year before he only played just over half the games as well he played 50 um he was a half a point a game player though so i would like to add that he was pretty solid uh it just sucks he has to retire via injury nobody wants to see that uh jc you got anything else to mention on matt calvert uh no not really just it (laughs) sucks that uh it's yeah all these guys are not playing anymore because of injuries you know yeah Everybody and i mean also up, like, the game is even... hitting so fast like yeah, yeah exactly and, and very like, fast game now it's so oh, hard it is, to stay like, in the uh, league after you're 32 and not a superstar yeah. like it yeah, really get is injured, it's a young like, man's Pekka, game yeah pekka getting injured like you just can't your your well, groin you or your be, knee or something like that it's just not good enough anymore to yeah your game shifts half a second your gauge just has a second, and that's so just, much for a player. Guys that are getting to that point, too, they either fizzle out or they're superstars or they just have to change their game entirely. To yeah, they play a different role. Right. And when you've yeah, already been playing the same role the whole career, like Matt Calvert, like nothing to take away from his career, but he's been a bottom six player his whole life. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's and really... You can't really work on your speed when you got no. uh, a hurt back or a fucked knee or something like that. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Like you can't you can't improve yourself when you're 32 and things aren't working no, properly anyway. So like, yeah, it sucks exactly. to hear this about Kevin Miller and stuff like that too. Like the guy just couldn't stay out of the goddamn doctor's office. So yeah, yeah better for him is, is just to stop yeah, playing altogether. Exactly. Especially in the long term, you never know what could happen to these guys' body and when they're like 60. Yeah, exactly. Up the next guy, hey. Yeah, really. I exactly. I was about to say this really segues into the one that's probably the most upsetting yeah. to to every fan, especially Canadian uh, hockey fans and Canadians fans in general. Uh, Shea Weber. It's looking like he may be forced into retirement via injuries. He has had an ankle and a foot problem for God three, four years now. That's been pretty bad. Um, there was talks last year he might never play again and then he fought back he wanted to play again went to the cup final had awesome but it seriously seems like he may be 
maybe done. Um, yeah. And what an NHL career it, it has been if this is the end. Over a 1,000 games played, almost 600 points as a defenseman is amazing. Yeah, an absolute leader as well. Yes, 97 playoff games with 42 points as well in the playoffs. So good. Um, he's Is he a one-time Norris? He hasn't won a Norris, has he? I don't know if he's won a Norris. I don't think he's won a Norris, actually. He's been a finalist. Me too. That's why I'm like, I wanted to say he was, but now I'm second-guessing. Here, let me check. Um, Hache never at... Never miss Mark a moment. Three-time Norris finalist, but has never won the award. So Mark he's a Mark Messier award. Yes. So that's a. I mean, that's crazy. Going through his career, I I would have guaranteed he had one Norris. He was the, yeah, sure. he was the best defensive defenseman in the NHL for a good seven years at least. Yeah. It just hey. uh, it it sucks that Weber was really he was like you were your own problem here. Weber mm-hmm. wrote your yeah, career in all reality. Hard. Like, uh, we heard exactly he's had trouble with his ankle and stuff like that for the last three or four years. No, it's been probably six or seven, you know, like this probably yeah. happened in Nashville. Well, yeah, and then Mark Brzezan was moves even on. quoted saying he missed a, or sorry, he was quoted saying even missing a practice wasn't an option for him. Exactly. Hey, exactly. Right? Like, so you put yourself in these shoes, buddy. Like, yeah, 100%. he didn't give himself enough rest. Yeah, ever at any point, ever. like never. No, he really never. didn't. Like, like looking at his games, they forced him not to play this year. Mm-hmm. Like they forced him not to play this year, and he was like, "Well, I'm fucking, I'm playing in the playoffs," and like, yes. "Well, at least don't play in the regular season for the." And first, he still, the and he still months. did. And he, he still, still played for forty-eight games. Forty-eight. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, exactly. He, means he missed like, eight games. Well, looking at his wow. career, that's one thing. Um, going past when he played like basically a full career, 79 games. Then he had 54, which is a little low. But then it was 81, 78, 82, 78, 79. Uh, there's a 48 in there. But then 78s for the next three seasons. Like he would miss a handful of games as a big, tough, sh- shot blocking defenseman. Like who get hurt a lot the way they play, the game he plays. So it's unfortunate that he's. It's amazing to, he yeah. only has like two seasons where he three seasons where he clearly got hurt until like yeah. recently here. Exactly. You and know? then it's just like, since, since he came to just, Yeah. Pr- basically days. since he came to Montreal the past four seasons. Well, I mean, but then again in twenty eighteen, nineteen, there was only seventy two games played, so he only missed seven games. This past year he missed eight games. The year before, okay, he missed twenty some, twenty four, it looks like. Uh, but it's 2017-18 when he missed the most, 26 games only played. You could see the decline, and I love Shea Weber. He's obviously a gold medal winner for Team Canada multiple times. Uh, I believe he's won, won the Olympics with Canada too, if I remember correctly. Um, it's it, it's just unfortunate <laughs> that he's forced yeah. into retirement. Really, yeah, really everybody is. can agree that but, nobody wants to see a guy retire because they can't physically do it anymore. Yeah, and and you could kind of see it in the playoffs this year a little bit. Like he was getting beat a lot more wide than than you've seen him before this season. Mm. The game is just too fast for him as well. It seems like, and I want to know: is this 
retirement gonna fuck Nashville? <laughs> I think it might. Because don't his contract, if it's traded away, don't they get hit with some mm-hmm. bad cap? Yeah. yeah. I wonder how much that'd be. I'd be well, curious that, to know. Like in all reality, they can probably just at least not be super assholes or whatever, and Weber can stay on LTIR for right. a couple years or something. Maybe, like yeah, that. maybe that'll happen too. He he couldn't. And like with all this happening, I don't know. Like in all reality, I guess Poli could trade for Weber just so then just so the cap you don't got up to. I believe no, it's nobody has to worry million. about it, and Montreal doesn't have to pay for it or whatever yeah, he can right. retire all that sort of shit so right yeah especially with an awesome guy like this I'm yes. sure like Who's the cap leader? situation shouldn't be like a dad soup situation where you're trying to fucking get rid of this cap for right unknown ungodly reason well and know what like what why doesn't montreal just like he doesn't retire he stays on ltir but he just basically is like a coach trainer like he still is around the team just be a leader that's all he is at this yeah. point. Like, like that's really what he is is a leader for the team. So just be like an a seven point eight million dollar trainer for for five years, I guess. Like you might as well. I'm sure they can. I mean, that's all Spets is, but he plays eight minutes a game for the Leafs. So, I mean, it's not too bad. Yeah, he's not dead mate paid eight million, but you're gonna have to pay it no matter what unless you trade it away. So might as well benefit your team somehow. That's how he's valuable in my eyes. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. But no, uh let's move on from the retirements. That is all the retirements so yep. far. I say so far because I'm sure there'll be a couple more <laughs> that yeah, happen. I'm still waiting for the Joe Thornton one. Because that's got to happen after this past season, you'd think. Yeah. Um, but no, let's let's move on. Just something I quickly wanted to mention. Uh, I want I don't, I don't know how you're supposed to say this. I don't want to say congratulations because that seems really fucking stupid to say. But uh, Luke Prokop, he came out as gay. First openly gay NHL player. So I, I don't know how just awesome it, it's awesome to see but i don't see why we need to see it yeah and i don't mean that in a bad way it is, unfortunately it is right now it's unfortunate that he has to come out and say it yeah exactly and no, that like, that people are letter. supposed to like not well like, and the problem is he's doing this because he he would in at least in my eyes he would be imagining that okay if some fans of mine knew i was gay they would no longer be fans right yeah and i just think that's all stupid <laughs> like don't because if he's fans a, of an athlete what should their sexual preference have anything to do with that's that's exactly game? that's exactly where i'm at i think it's just dumb that he, it's a big deal he has to come yeah. out and i know i just mentioned it in the podcast but well, that's what I said. Unfortunately, right now it's news. It's news, but and it shouldn't have to be. Shouldn't like yeah. In order to make it well, unfortunately, the world is the way it is. Yes, yeah, people stupid. are that way. So like, you do do yeah. this stuff. So then, like, exactly the one random guy that maybe you don't know, but you know he's a that type of guy. This is for yeah. those guys, you know. Yeah, like, wake for up, sure. Yeah, you're it's... just being weird for no reason. Like, yeah, you, know, you don't have to have any sort of. Like, you why is have, it hitting your feelings? Like it's not, that it's you not, shouldn't like, have an opinion like on this. Hitting you is so hard. Yeah. And the, yeah. that makes no sense or whatever. Hey. Yeah, for um, you you shouldn't have an opinion for what other people do with their own life. 
Like it well, really shouldn't. Outside of their quote unquote job. Yeah, right. like we can, we'll criticize them day in and day out for how they're playing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, but like I, I don't, I don't care what they, as long as they're not like doing anything illegal or anything stupid. Like I don't care what they do outside of. Honestly, this is nice, but this, I'd like to see an actual NHL player in the league right now come out now because yeah. like this is like it's great that he's yeah. he's doing this. Well, that's but, like, how the league needs Hey to guys, be, uh, like right. let's everybody let's, just needs let's to be stand with him, of everyone you know? and and. Yeah, anyone like, because at this point it doesn't matter anything about you if you are good enough at hockey to be in the nhl be in the nhl yeah and he will be that won't be an issue and like he's i i based off a of player how he is he seems like he's going to be a really solid defenseman he plays in calgary yeah. for the hitman uh he's a defensive stay-at-home defenseman and i mean nashville always seemed to find these gym defensive defensemen in the nhl and turn them into top four legit players well and honestly so, i think this will set himself up for success because looking at the way that the hockey world and especially his teammates like matt duchene in in a great example how they reacted to it i think is only going to make him more liked when he gets into the camps and more involved when he gets into the trainings and such like that right yeah no it's I mean, he's he's gonna have a great time in camp. Yeah, most kids exactly. do, especially if the team team likes him clearly, which I I don't see why they shouldn't. Well, they're already excited. To Seems like a really him. great guy. Um, exactly, great, like, great player. That he's just excited to meet him at camp or something like that, which yeah. is exactly the reaction you should have. Yeah, which they'll they'll have for everyone as well too. Yeah, exactly. A good player. So, uh, let's move on to. The I, I want to talk about some stuff that is nearing and a potential. It hasn't officially happened, I believe, but uh, I'm just waiting to see. So there, there's been news out that Kirill Kaprizov has been offered a contract from CSKA Moscow in the KHL. And I hear it's a big deal. I think it's over six years and a lot of money. We'll see if he takes it. I wouldn't be too too worried minnesota fans quite yet because it's just been offered like yeah if it's on the table landis cog doesn't have a contract they could offer him a contract he doesn't have well, to yeah, say no, yes I, I mean if i had the money i could go up to alexander ovechkin right now and be like hey come play for whatever team i own in whatever league i'm in yeah for this could, amount of money. so i like, wouldn't be stopping anyone no exactly hey, Obi- I will give you ten million dollars to clean my dishes. Come play it. Yeah, on God, million. Yes, like you, you can offer him a contract to do anything when he's free agent to do that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. it's don't don't overreact yet, but it is something to note that I wouldn't be surprised if he considers. Minnesota, more importantly. Yeah. I'm, I'm shaking in my boots if I'm Minnesota because, like, if I'm Cappy, I'm leaving for four years. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, come, come maybe back. coming back. Maybe yeah. coming back. Or signing, like, a one-year deal, leaving, and then coming back or something. But like, also, we don't know how don't know, how man. he liked it in exactly. North America. We don't yeah, know. He really don't. loved it or hated it, which if could he, absolutely yeah. But I mm-hmm. would assume he's gonna stay. I'm still gonna assume he's staying in Minnesota. Too. Minnesota will do something to keep him. They'll probably pay him two year, eight million dollar reason, deal. Right? Yes. Maybe it's a North American bias, so. but in my mind, anyone who grows up playing hockey dreams of playing in the NHL. Yeah. 
exactly yeah, for sure he can <laughs> always my my thing is he can't he doesn't have a window a home team but like yeah like they it's not that they don't dream to be in the nhl they do and they along dream to be like on their hometown team as well so yes like, the they, biggest that's what's cool about being a russian is that like or a european like you you can achieve both goals you know like mm-hmm. you can actually well, play in the best league you ever thought possible in your hometown or a home country or wherever and the, and you can also make the goal of playing in the nhl so yes i don't know that's why you hear a lot of those guys like that soup and these guys going back right play, well like, and that's that's exactly what i was gonna get into i never got you have to a, maybe when i was younger or whatever yeah know? he, he so. you have a window a select window playing the nhl you probably have that being a hometown person who is good in the nhl you can't be great in the nhl khl team sign you like you probably have a chance to do both Mm-hmm. In your eyes, you'd think take the limited window of the NHL for a little bit more, make as much money as you can over. And if you're already here, being yeah, and then you can always go back home and play for them for another six years, like Datsuk. Like, exactly, make your money here. So, um, or that, like fucking Yager, he's yeah, still playing. <laughs> yeah, he's still fucking playing in Czech. So. <clears throat> You never know what's going to happen there. I wouldn't be sweating too, too much as a Minnesota fan. No, I wouldn't either. As a GM in Minnesota, I'd be a little bit, bit nervous, but I'm not the GM, so I don't care. Um, Nor a fan. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, the other news, too, is the Oilers are meeting with Zach Hyman. Not that that was really that surprising. Uh, it's just they are officially going to meet him, so they're still going to go out. It's not like they have the money for... Uh, to pay Adam Larson, so we'll uh, we'll get into that too in a bit. But should we get into the trades right now? Yeah. Okay. So most of these you guys would have heard about a long time ago. This is from like six days ago before the expansion draft, and a lot of these trades were exactly made for that, so you wouldn't lose them for nothing. Yeah, exactly. They were um, in preparation. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go through the trades and basically. Just talk about them as how they're going to play at their new teams. So uh, the first one is Ryan Graves was sent to New Jersey Devils for Mikhail Maltsev and a second round pick back to Carol or to Colorado. My apologies. Uh, like we had mentioned, we know the obvious goal was to not lose Graves for nothing. But how how do we think? Let's start with the New Jersey side. How do we feel New Jersey's going to do with Ryan Graves? I mean, I like Ryan Graves. He's a really solid defenseman. I like Ryan Graves a lot. He's a good shutdown. Very good shutdown. Um, yeah, he'll do good there. Like, he'll they do, really yeah. needed that. They needed a D-man, an actual like, D-man. Looking, yeah, because New Jersey's like, was, quite a small team. Yeah, like, yeah. I predicted yeah, them totally. to make a trade for a D-man. I was thinking, like, Ekholm, but same sort of guy. Hey, so, right, yeah. Yeah, left-handed, big. And Graves is younger. Sure. Isn't Graves only, like, 25? Yeah, much but, younger. Yeah, much so, younger and much cheaper. As much as Colorado wanted to keep him, they didn't. Yeah, they um, knew there, it wasn't an option. Exactly. So, and then they get a second-round pick and Maltsev back. This Maltsev kid, he's he's actually not bad. He will probably play. He's pretty good. He's yeah, pretty he good. Play, he will, I believe he went 61st overall picked yes. by the Islanders. And he's, yeah, he's, he's going to be a... Or he sorry no he was a fourth round pick in 2016 by the Devils 102nd overall he's 23 right. six sorry, foot I was three at the second round pick uh, uh, yeah yeah the second round pick is the Islanders 
was yeah the 61st pick of of the of yeah the sorry era. my bad uh but Mikhail Motsev he is a fourth round pick six uh 2016s 102nd overall he's 23 six foot three he's a big guy uh he only got nine points in 33 games but he's playing 12 minutes a night he he's not a bad player he he's definitely gonna play for Colorado in their bottom six uh for sure and then the second round pick, like you had mentioned, 63rd, you said, correct? First. The 61st. 61st. Pick. 61st. 61st overall pick. And you look at the trade with Devin Taves, who is a little bit lesser of a player than Ryan Graves last year to Colorado. Getting a second round pick is very good return. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's move on to the other defenseman that was traded. Uh, Nick Letty traded to the Detroit Red Wings for Richard Panic and a second round pick, and Richard Panic was fifty percent retained. So or Richard Panic, yeah, no kidding. Three teams in a year. Shit contract to Detroit, and then out because of a shit contract. Yeah, um, but definitely an Islanders player. But Chase, do you want to start it off with how do you feel about Nick Letty coming to the Red Wings? Uh, I don't mind it. I like him. I've always liked him. He's never been, obviously, the greatest defenseman in the no. world. But he's awesome, man. It's uh, like a I Walmart, like a Walmart Duncan we Keith. Need, <laughs> yeah, like he's in his prime, especially after the year he had last year. Like, yeah, pretty awesome, man. We yeah, need help on our power play. So for sure, this is don't great. want Philip Heronic being your number one, hey. No, it's just we need to get him off of being the only defenseman on our team. Like, he can't be good and can't excel if he's just the only defenseman. So, I'm not saying Veronik's not a power play guy, but Letty actually has proven to get points, and maybe we can put him in that position because Veronik's probably better defensively than uh, Letty is. So Yeah, for um, sure. For sure it is. We need to have that older guy on the power play with a whole bunch of young kids and yeah. playing with you. So I, I really like it. It's good for good for us. The, we, like I've been saying, I've, I'd rather go kind of balls deep this year, get, play your couple second round picks or give up a few things and field a half decent team just to get things kind of Progress. moving a little bit, get a more for, uh, competitive team this year. Just, well, and- just, because, just because like we've got a few young guys that it's just like, okay, that was – you guys dealt with playing like on a super shit team the last couple of years. So let's give you at least a little something to work with for a year, maybe, maybe two. But like, I think the idea is just to surround them with some decent players this year, just to see what we can get out of these guys so we can make decisions further on. And yeah, panic was useless to us. We never wanted him in the first place. But yeah. No, he was just a part of the, he was just he the man the trade. Okay. He was taking up roster space. We were going to end up trading him at some point anyways. Yeah. And uh, Nick Letty, too, something to add on. If Detroit wants to at the deadline, I'm sure they could get a first for Nick Letty from a playoff team. So they might be able to make that second round into a first-round pick, which if if it doesn't work out with Letty or they're not going to be a playoff yeah. team in the selling, like – I like I don't see him signing for like one year or something like that, and then we trade him next year. Like I really I, I don't see him wanting to be here that much. No. So in all reality, he might probably just ask for the trade at the deadline. So we Which, might be forcing that. And you him. can retain so, retain fifty percent, and exactly. you're gonna get a first round pick for him without a doubt. 
So I think that would be a really good. And then on the Islander side too, Richard Panic, 50% retained. He plays a lot more of the Islander style game. He'll probably get minutes next year on the fourth mm-hmm. line, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. And getting yeah, the second round pick. Zekas and Clutterbuck sounds yeah. like a pretty nice line. Actually. Yeah. And then move Matt Martin up to like the third line because Lou Lamarillo is just in love with Matt Martin. <laughs> And yeah, you can get a first and a third for him, probably. Yeah, and the most important thing, that, yeah, um, the most important thing for the Islanders in this trade was cap space, too. Yeah, absolutely, um, getting that Letty contract off the books was so good. Yeah, this means they actually might be keeping Paul Mary for all we know. Um, they'll Going be able to sign Pelich. They'll be able to sign Pelich back and. Um, oh, who else is it? A Bouvillier. I'm sure he'll get a contract done now. So it just gives him a lot more flexibility to yep. make an yep. push. No, I think I think both sides win here, right? Like yeah, the in Red Wings lack a left-handed defenseman since Mark Stahl, really. And I see Letty probably pairing up with Mo Sider. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing too. That he might right. him and Sider play at the deadline. You get like maybe a second back for him, right? Like. Yeah, I think they can get a first. Like I said, I I really do think they'll get a first for Nick Letty. Could um, easily be able to at least if, get that second back. At least they'll get that second second back, but they should be asked for a first if, especially if they're a decent team that's just not going to make playoffs for sure, like like Ottawa this year. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Like you knew Ottawa was playing good, and you were they're promising the way they're playing, but you knew they weren't going to make playoffs, so they could get assets back. So, uh. But let's uh, let's move on to the San Jose Arizona trade. So San Jose receives Aiden Hill and a seventh round pick in twenty twenty two for Jose Coronar. I can't say his name. Um, and a second round pick in twenty twenty two. So uh, San Jose finally getting a useful goalie that. A sad upgrade is what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, he's you, got hey, some promise. I was complaining about Jones, Jordan. So yeah, hey, you were. This get. is this <laughs> this is a very big upgrade for San Jose fans. Like, he's at least got some promise. Hill. I don't know. He was all right I last know, year. My problem. San Jose gets a new goalie every fucking year, and they're all shit. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't have but, hopes for but, but, I, but yeah. Aiden yeah. Hill is 25, not 34, like Devin Durkic. No, and, and so, last season, he put up a 9.91 record with a 2.74 goals against average and a 9.13 save percentage, which is yeah, very, certain. very good. Very solid so, for a, if you a, continue that trend, then great, great yeah. for the team. And Arizona get the most valuable thing to them: draft picks. Draft so, picks. So they, they have none. <laughs> so yeah, honestly, in Arizona's eyes and their owners' eyes, they're like, "Oh, we fucking stole this Fleeced. deal." Fleece them, because apparently, also what they asked was they've been asking for a second round pick for months for Hill, and they just didn't budge. A lot of teams offered a third, and they said, "No, give us a second, give us a second. and. They end up getting what they asked for, um, which yeah, Arizona winning a trade is probably the right. best news of this franchise in probably two years. Yeah, like it's it's it's, it's nice to see um, that some GMs seem to value picks 
this year a lot more than others because yeah. of the well it's for next round. year anyways the second round pick so it doesn't that's why you couldn't yeah you couldn't get that second round this year i don't think no was it was really year. high like he was asking for this year's second round yeah san jose is trying like, to be no. better next year because they also so. just realized they're in an asshole division um and yeah they they got second for next year so yeah, I don't yeah know. san jose's banking on themselves a little bit yeah true i mean it worked Seattle's too. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. um, also, so moving up, there's Vancouver and Dallas make a trade. Jason Dickinson goes to Vancouver for a third round pick in 2021. I'm not sure what number the pick is at. Jordan, do you by any chance know? Uh, I do not know about okay. this pick. Um, but no, Jason Dickinson, he was probably going to be picked by Seattle as well, like a lot of these, the next couple of these trades were. So, I think it's fine value. He's a depth player who's at like 25, I believe. Uh, sorry, 26. Uh, he's 6'2". Left-handed center. He got he played all 51 games and got seven goals, yeah. eight assists. Like He's yeah, okay. He's a solid bottom six forward. He's not I, a kind of guy who's going to put up a lot of points, but he will work really hard, and that is something every team needs. Yeah, and he was a first-round pick in 2013, so yeah. the 29th overall pick. So, I mean, he's got some promise, but he's probably going to be a third-liner for Vancouver. Um, I guess that changes Brandon Sutter's position, hey? It's not actually going with a 35-year-old center. Unfortunate. So, yeah, um, hey, no. Jim I Benning like that. makes a rare good move. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've always liked Dickinson. I'm yeah. so surprised Dallas gave him up. I thought well, they were gonna he was a pretty him. big Yeah, I think they guy. had their hands tied, unfortunately. Yeah, hey, like I just heard that he was such a big guy in the locker yeah. room. He was just super awesome dude. Well, and I, I think another big didn't thing see is that he was really liked by the Dallas fans. Yeah, hey. Yeah. So it kind of shocked me, but nice, nice, yeah. nice steal in all reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all yeah. reality. Good good both sides. Fair. It's just fair. That's all I can say. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. So the Pittsburgh Penguins and Toronto Maple Leafs make a trade. Pittsburgh sends mm-hmm. Jared McCann to the Leafs in return for Philip Hallander and a seventh round pick in 2023. Uh, Phil, I'll start on Pittsburgh side. Phil Hallander. If you don't remember, he was the one traded from Pittsburgh to Toronto in the Kasperi Kapanen trade that sent their first round pick, uh, Warsawski or whatever, and Philip Lander for Kapanen. Uh, so they get him back for Jared McCann. They were going to lose Jared McCann for sure, and the Leafs will get into Jared McCann and the Leafs later, I guess, um, with Seattle. Yeah, I believe. So I believe letting go of McCann allowed the Penguins to protect Brandon Tenev, correct? No, they lost Tanner or, still. Yeah, to, right, but it gave them they the would have option to to so. uh, protect Bluger. I guess was they the protected Blue. Yeah, they wanted to protect Bluger because they were going to lose Bluger, and so they trade McCann, or they were going to lose McCann for free. So they yeah, got us. Exactly. They got they got prospect they're familiar with, and uh, Philip Holander. He's probably going to play next year on the fourth third line. Um, he's ready to make the jump. I believe he's twenty two um 21 he's 21 six foot two center he was a second round pick by the penguins 2018 he's a very defensively responsible center and i i think he's going to be a very solid third line guy yeah yeah shot down third line center um as is high that's as high maybe a second line shutdown like a philip denoe ish 
kind of like to Philip to know. Um, but uh, obviously them trading Jared McCann. And I got nothing but good things to say about Jared McCann, but I can talk about how awesome he is in the Seattle talk. So uh, let's move up to the only three-way trade uh, so far this season. Philadelphia and Vegas and Nashville make a trade. So Philadelphia requires uh, Ryan Ellis from the Nashville Predators. Vegas acquires Nolan Patrick from the Philadelphia Flyers. And then Nashville acquires Philip Myers from the Flyers and Cody Glass from Vegas. Uh, how do you guys feel about this, this trade? This, this is a very really fun, fun trade. Two I young was... centers drafted very high for I a very established right team. Immediately flip Nolan Patrick. Immediately. Uh, I am and I'm not. Well, Chase and I talked about this in length for sure. Um, Nolan Patrick was going to get picked by Seattle, basically. Right. Um, and see, and Philly desperately need a right-handed defenseman who actually knows how to defense. So Philly need to do things too. But yeah, that's one. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, oh, not this year. This year's their year. Yeah. Phil, yeah. Yeah. They missed last year, so they're gonna make yeah, playoffs yeah. this year. Exactly. So might as well get even better and maybe make it exactly. to the second round. Now they have uh, a chance to <laughs> go to the finals, and then they'll yeah. tank again next year. Yeah, tank again next year. So. I mean, Ryan Ellis, I think he's great. He's fantastic. No, I agree. I think that's a great acquisition from them. Right-handed, like I said, defenseman who actually knows how to defense, which Philly desperately need. Nolan Patrick to Vegas. I like Patrick, but I like my migraine problem. Happy, or sorry, weren't very high on Cody Glass. So yeah, I no. think that's a good swap for them. If they can get Patrick healthy, this is a good trade. Yeah. If not, Vegas may have fucked up. He's kind of like a sleeper, like high risk, high reward. Could play second line maybe for them, center. Like who knows? Maybe he's good enough to play in between Pacioretty and Stone. Yeah. If he's healthy. Huge, but we'll wait and see. And then for Nashville. Yeah, this is, if that's what they're hoping is yeah, fixing their center probably. position here, that's kind of sketchy. But yeah, go ahead and do that, Vegas. It's fine. It's risky. Well shoot for the moon. But yeah. And then Cody Glass and Philip Myers to Nashville. Philip Myers is a really solid. He's a very big defenseman. I believe he is six like five or something like that. Six yep. four. He's like two hundred some two way defenseman. Yeah, he's he's also fairly young. I believe he's 25, 26 years old. So I think he's got some promise to be a, a decent top six yeah. defenseman. Yeah. Um, yeah, a six kind of guy. Yeah, and then Cody Glass. Just hasn't been able to crack Vegas's lineup. I don't know what's going on there. Like, they yeah, don't... ten points in twenty-seven NHL games was not very. It's not an amazing start, no. but at the same time, like he was a really highly touted player out of the draft, sixth overall pick. Yeah, he maybe he finds it in Nashville. I mean, zero, I, I so. zero other forwards seem to have figured it out in Nashville. So good luck, but yep. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe they'll pay him eight million dollars to center their f- first line. <laughs> yeah. So they'll, they'll be paying fucking twenty whatever million, twenty four million in their fucking first, second, and third yeah. line centers. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's Nashville. This is this is kind of like a Philly is the safest pick here. Yeah. They get the, the established right headed D man. The other teams took a gamble. 
Vegas, to me, I feel like didn't lose anyone. No, because like, I mean, Cody they... Glass was like, didn't seem like a lot of teams had were takers on him either. So, oh, and, and they obviously weren't very high on him and haven't yeah. been, I'd say, for a little over a year now. Yeah, no, I don't know. I like Cody Glass. Um, I do too, but I don't, I don't know. We'll see if he gets it done. Uh, let's move on to the other Vegas pick, getting yet another center as they get Brett Howden from the New York Rangers for a fourth round pick and Nick DeSimone. Um, Brett Howden, very, I think he did he just sign a one year, like $1 million deal or something with the Rangers. Uh, no, he has an $800,000 contract, so basically 900K. He's been paid for one more year. He's a center, six foot three, 23 years old. Uh, he was a first-round pick late in 2016. He hasn't been able to get it done for the Rangers. I think he'll probably play third-line center for Vegas. By the sounds of things, Vegas is just building them a team of guys from Winnipeg. I think he's the fifth <laughs> guy who's born in Winnipeg. Is he? Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, know. we would know him. we know Brett Howden probably better than most people out there, yep. but we watched him play here in Moose Jaw's junior career. Yeah, I remember was, his brother a lot more, Quentin Howden. Uh, yeah, how? Oh, well, I don't even know if they're brothers to be honest. I think, but I don't Man, think I'm so. I'm pretty sure, like I think half like, of the, sorry, I'm pretty sure half of the picks in that uh, <clears throat> Seattle expansion were all from like Alberta, Saskatchewan, or Manitoba. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like half of those picks were. It was super weird. Every time the player profile came up, it was either like Alberta, yeah. Manitoba. Yeah. yeah. Um, for nope, sure, they are brothers. Are they? Okay, yeah, I didn't. Okay. I didn't They're think brother. they were. Um, yeah, no. Brett Howden, he's solid. I don't know. Yeah. He's a depth guy. Bottom six could turn out highly unlikely, and the Rangers just get a pick and a roster spot, basically. Got nothing else. You guys have anything on the Brett Howden trade? No, I think is good return. I mean, they it's okay were, return. Yeah, the Rangers were likely to lose him in the expansion. Yeah, that's what I was hearing too. They were going to lose him for nothing. Yeah. So, so that's all things pretty, considered, not too bad for either. Oh no, I say pretty unreal steal for Vegas. I think. Yeah, I think Vegas be, is. I think they're going to be laughing by the end of the year because. Well, I, uh, yeah, he's an NHL player for sure. Certainly. I just yeah, hopefully he can like find a home in Vegas. Yeah, find his game. Yeah, I think he will. I think the right lineup, the right game style. Who knows? The way the way that Vegas plays, he plays exactly like that. So I think that'll yep. turn out super, super good for Vegas. Yeah, they and really they... need that eight hundred thousand dollar contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, especially if they're gonna get Jack Eichel, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and they only <laughs> had to give up a fourth round pick next year, so yeah, whatever. So not even this year. Um, let's move on to uh, Barkley Goudreau. Um, the New York Rangers acquired Barkley Goudreau's rights from the Tampa Bay Lightning for a seventh round pick. We all knew Barkley Goudreau was going to go to free agency this year and yeah. go somewhere else. Tampa yeah, can't afford yeah, to keep him. Um, yeah, this seems so and necessary it, here. It is necessary, and we might as well talk about it. The It, it was a sign in trade, basically. The Obviously, the sign was a couple days later. But the Rangers did end up signing him on to a six-year, $3.6 million extension. I I mean, he, he des- I'm happy he got paid, for sure. He deserved it, two cups, on and a pivotal role on that Tampa team. Very good depth player. He plays a really hard-nosed game, fights for it in the corners. He 
battles hard. Good defensively. 3.6 is a lot of money, though. Yeah. And, and six years is long. Six years is a long time. This is a this is exactly like the Brandon Tanev deal to Pittsburgh. And the way I can tell you about that went, we don't have him anymore, I guess. So, but um, he was good. Very penalty kill guy. I don't think Barkley Goodrow kills. That, or yeah, he does. He kills penalties, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. I think he does. So I, I like it for Goodrow for like sure. The cap, but I do not like the term at all. The term is yeah, term's a little high. You can you can work with that cap hit. It's not too bad for him. I'd say it's almost as valuable. Or sorry, almost as value, but just that cap or sorry, that term is just And I understand the reasoning. The Rangers want to get bigger, they want to get tougher. I don't think they lose no, making I don't this signing. I, I don't think it's a bad now. signing. I don't think it's an awesome signing though. Yeah, they're at least not losing right now. So. It's a little rich, but yeah, like I don't know. I guess he'll be thirty-four. Four, yeah. This, so that's thirty-four. Not bad, but... It's not awful. Yeah, if, you if want he him, can I keep playing a hard game, yeah. money is fine. But that term might cost him. So, so um, yeah, but that term got him. Him, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He wouldn't have signed. Other no, teams would have given him six. So yeah, exactly right. He and the Rangers that. are trying to be good now. I mean, they got Panarin. Yeah. Well, they're a young team right, with lots of good talent. So, um, let's move forward to the Arizona Coyotes, who acquire Andrew Ladd, a second round pick, a conditional second, and a conditional third from the New York Islanders, and the Islanders get nothing but cap space. It's I a, never thought I'd see the day. Yeah, it's the the condition is on the either the second or the third. I can't remember here. Just let me check yeah, quickly. The one of second, them is second. is the second. If he plays one or more games, it turns into just a, the twenty twenty one second and the twenty twenty three third. So the second gets taken away, and I don't know what the condition of the third is. Just one second here. Uh, Condition of the third, if he plays in any professional games in 22-23 while under contract or if he retires before that season. It, it goes away. Yeah, it's not okay. transferred. So it's pretty much just a second for the most part because it's highly unlikely Andrew Ladd plays next year or the year after. I mean, he might. Uh, It'll Arizona. be two seconds. It'll be two seconds. Um, yeah, the first second is this year, and then the, the 60th pick by Colorado, and then next year is the conditional one yeah. that they get the Islanders of Colorado. Okay. Yeah, so if Arizona probably won't play him, and they'll wait and just take the second and the third. Yep. Just take yep. picks. That's what's more fun. Well, that's them. exactly what this is for, right? Like, this was a move they did previously with Pavel Datsuk, I remember. And yeah, that Marion Hosa. Chitrin, wasn't it? I think so. Didn't yeah, yeah so I think it's obviously right. that worked out pretty decent. So if they could do that again, where they just take on cap, get some picks, and flip those picks into actual NHLers, yeah, great move, very yeah. rare, great move from the front office of Arizona. Yeah, um, yeah, all was... they got to do is play Andrew Ladd once, fucking twenty twenty three. You're getting a third round pick. So. Exactly. Just don't play him. The, don't play him this year, and then play him once next year. Play him. Dress. <laughs> you don't even have to play him. You just dress him. Yep. yep. Te- technically, that counts. Well, hey, plays in any professional games. 
So there you oh, go. so okay. So the AHL team is that even AHL or what? Pro- like, yeah, that's professional league because they get paid for it. Ooh, wow! So I they're mean, gonna get a third for sure. Yeah, well, pretty, unless he just decides yeah, to retire. Unless he retires. Unless yeah. He retires, yeah. So we'll see. Um, this again, yeah. Islanders making this trade for cap space. We knew that. Yeah, kinda. that's the most valuable thing to And them. finally, somebody took Lad with yeah, getting exactly. the first round pick. Yeah, Let's that's crazy. Somebody out, just boys. said, Lad yeah, fine. Gone. Give me the second round picks and I'll take A couple seconds. So. Exactly. This, yeah. this move immediately um, allowed them to sign Annie Green to a one-year extension. That way they met the expansion. Requirement. Yes. Wow. Yes, they were one defenseman short signed for the expansion requirement. Yeah. So this made it. Good old and I mean, if, yeah, I'm sure he'll come back, honestly, and play. They <laughs> liked him a lot. Green, yeah, 37. <laughs> Yeah, 36, 37. Oh, fucking I love Andy Green. <laughs> but uh, let's move on to Chase's favorite trade of the day, which just happened a few hours ago. Uh, Ned- Alex Nedeljkovic was traded to the Detroit Red Wings for a third-round pick, 94th overall this year's draft. Chase, do you want to start it off? Yeah, hey, what a nice steal that was. And so sorry, sorry, can I, I add something quickly? And it came with an extension uh, to mm-hmm, Detroit, yeah. a two-year, $3 million cap hit. Uh, Chase, go back. Uh, how do you how you feeling? I feel great. I've been watching Ned Vajic since he got drafted. I've had high hopes. Knew this guy was going to be a, an NHL goalie the whole time. So I've been just waiting for this guy to play. So shocked that people were shocked about him this year i was like yeah man, i've been waiting for this forever like you got you saw him the year before a few times like He's but sick. like it's just it's mind-blowing that i'm that we have him now like i always always loved this guy and i was like well here's, here's never what ever would have guessed him this. being on on our team but yeah the like, only reason he's not staying in carolina is because they wouldn't give him a 3.5 million dollar contract yeah i heard they offered him 1.5 that's yeah. insane yeah exactly the guy wants a 3.5 million dollar contract which is i'd say fair for him and mm-hmm. carolina are like nope pack your bags buddy oh. won't even think about it yeah 1.5 is what i heard they offered like what a fucking joke are you yeah guys? i i would have done the wow. same wow wow Yes. Yeah, exactly. um, uh, yeah, all I can say about this is Carolina, you fucked up fucked royally up. because yep. they're not in an easy division next year. The Metropolitan's also going to be a good division next year. They just lost their starting goalie. And James Reimer might not be back as their backup. And I mean, Mrazic's good. Mrazic's pretty good. They might have fucked good. up the free agency market here. Yes, like, they did. Mrazic told... is staying because if that happens, then yeah, a lot like, of oh, teams, <laughs> a lot of teams were banking on getting Mrazic this year. So, Everybody was banking on the uh, or the Red Wings not getting or... a goalie. Well, you know, and they traded with Bernier, so then everybody could go after all these other goalies. But that's what I was going to say. This, all of a sudden, that means Mrazek's either staying in Carolina or, oh, we have more people wanting goalies. Like, well, and that's, that's the thing good. to add that's to this was... Edmonton, Toronto, whoever you're talking about here. Yeah. Because, like, the free agency goalie list is not that long. No. Um, really no. not. Well, because Bernier came the other way. It's not here, yeah, but they, I, like I heard can, Bernier's can, the other way, his rights. Yeah, yeah, his rights. Like, you can basically say he was 
on our team because like yes. he was most likely going to sign until apparently yesterday they said news that he wasn't going to that he wanted to move on. So that was weird cuz he's That's been why they the must whole have time. traded him. Yeah, exactly. He's been saying nice the whole to see time that he wanted to at least. Oh fuck, imagine that's Carolina's goaltending next year. <laughs> That'd be so great. Well, who knows what Carolina's doing? Like, I'm. So I don't confused. know. I'm so confused. Like, what is going on with this team? Like, whatever. I'm just you know gonna what, wait till the end here. In terms of happens. Detroit, I'm starting to think Stevie Y might be a better GM than he was a player. <laughs> no fucking shit, no dude. Way. Hey? He like, is. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy to say. Like, yeah, if he calls, if you're a GM in the league and Stevie Eisman calls you, don't fucking answer. Yeah, just don't listen to what he has don't to say. Don't answer. Yeah. Just like, hang out. Like Jedi mind trick you. You're just yeah, like your best pieces. Like one guy said, I guess Carolina didn't think he was a, a starting goalie. What? Like, yeah, I, I guess so. Hey, like, what, well, what other, what, what, give me another explanation why they did this. The, true, like, for sure. No, 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 for sure. Through, okay, yeah, this guy's not gonna be who we think he is like okay. that's the only way they, they thought that i'm like, gonna i'm gonna take to him a guy, way to give a young goalie one year and just judge the fuck out of him yes get rid of him. hey like no wonder why we can't have nice things when it comes to goalies i'm just gonna give carolina until his legs fucking break hey yeah i'm like, gonna give carolina a, him? Like, i'm gonna give carolina benefit out here for a second and i'm gonna try and be in their shoes with nadalkovich they did have to pull him in the playoffs. Granted, it was against Tampa. Um, and he let in a, a, a... He lets in sometimes some really poor goals. Like, it doesn't happen a lot. But I've seen some very bad goals where it's just litter positioning will make you make the save. He's yeah, seen very goalie in the NHL, so yes, yes. People just freak out when it's when this happens. Like, no, no, like but said, this is one year. Like yes, it's one, one year. year in his whole career. I'm just so saying weird. though, too. He is a very unorthodox goalie. Very unorthodox. He flops around a lot. He looks too small to be a goalie at times. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't yeah, yeah. spread his body out much. There is a lot of stuff like. I know people talk about like the analytics and the fancy stats of him are really bad. They're really bad. But I know that's not everything. The eye test is way like, more in valuable. The NHL, because like I don't see how it could be bad in the AHL. The guy was like the best AHL goalie for in the like, NHL. Three, four years. No, it's it's but no, it's just his fancy stats. So it's like expected yeah, goal exactly. chances like, given away. Bad. He gives away a goalie. lot of bad goal chances. Is what I'm saying yeah. because of yeah. his uh, bad positioning. Now yeah, that's just me apart, defending as much as I can. Like this, you know, like like I'm just sorry that I'm interrupting, but like if we pick apart goalies like this as like the media in general, like this is we'll never actually get goalies. We'll just sit there and wait until fucking Jesper Wallstead is like we're only playing this guy unless he's just clearly so good, you know. Like, no, if for... if you don't play so good, there's just I got no time for you. No, like that's for... just seemingly how it is with goalies, and I'm just. Getting so sick of it, like, yeah, you can pick the shit out of this guy for his stats. Like, you definitely can because he's a first-year goalie and he's not—he's not the 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 goalie we want. The guy that just comes in and just looks like fucking Sorokin, that looks like Sisterkin, that looks like Moose Lincoln. Like this, I gotta. We just only want a goalie that just way too good. Oh yeah, he's better than our goalie already. Okay, we'll keep him. No, if, I, if the guy is not way better than your other goalie, then you're just no, oh, no, fuck it. I, I can't trust this at all. And it's just there's no hope. There's no 
promise to any goalies apparently you know it's either you're giving me this great right now and i'll accept and that's it yeah i don't know i know i was i was just situations in the league just kind of screw me up in general yes they do um but i'm sorry i was just i was just had a little bit more to add about than dalkovich of it all um what i was trying to go at was he is a very unorthodox goalie he does give up a lot of chances but there was a big button there that was in Carolina's eyes. The eye test of him flopping around, a lot of original hockey people don't like that. You know what I mean? Your yeah, older they- fan base hates that. They hate when a goalie isn't just set in his net and just make the damn save instead of, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a really big save here to try and create something else, and then I'm going to have to flop back when I fuck up. Mm-hmm. And he does that a lot, and he's going to... I know every goalie is going to let in bad goals, but it's going to happen a little more frequently with Nadelkovich. However, on the flip side, he's awesome. He is so good at recovering for loose pucks. He is really flexible. He's really good at stretching out and making the bottom of the net covered, is what I will say. So I think Detroit wins this trade. I'm for sure on Detroit's winning this trade. But I understand the idea of Carolina not liking him. I just think it's a stupid idea. <laughs> long To make a long explanation yeah, yeah, short, is. it's a stupid way. Exactly. But I can understand how they get caught up in it. Because I Cause think of Nadelkovich's flurry. But I think in Nadelkovich's flurry, and I love flurry, but fuck did flurry piss me off more than any other goalie I've had on my team. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? He's going to piss you off more, but he's great. And that was Flurry. That's been Flurry his whole career. He's going to make some bonehead plays, but he's going to make some saves here. Like, no other goalie in the league will make that. So you just got to take the good with the bad of it. He's not like Carey Price who will just sit there and eat pucks and controls very well, his positioning. But... No, uh, we'll move on from Detroit and Carolina here to the Arizona picking up another contract for some picks. Uh, Shane Gostasphere goes to the Arizona Coyotes for a second and a seventh round pick. They're really just trying to get prospects here, as it's clear to say from their previous pick with the Islanders. I think it's a good trade, great trade for Arizona, and Philly gets a poor contract off their books that's I believe is four and a half for two million or for two years sorry four and a half million for two years um do you guys have any thoughts on it I I, I think he'll do fine in Arizona if you play him on yeah, perfect power, place power Trouble play one trouble in the zona where yeah nobody can see you exactly can't criticize someone you don't watch so um and they get a second round pick again for it I think this is their like fourth second round pick or something this year or yeah, oh it's no, 2022 we, second, we all so. we all assumed that zona would start doing this he's like, hoarding like, draft picks like it was really dumb what they were saying before the offseason and stuff about like we want to like save as much money and stuff and it's like yeah. well fuck you guys have to know you don't get to save money you're gonna take nope. on picks to take more money on so you can actually create a good team and that's how, yes. that's how it ends up yeah, yeah, like and they finally get the green light. Especially losing their first round pick and stuff. Yes. you gotta just recoup all that crap. Yeah, that's so valuable that they lost. Like they lost a potential guy who could be a 
big top six winger for them. Yeah, you lost that forfeit. Yeah, yeah, they did, or the goalie. So, um, it's just them recouping assets. And, uh, anyways, that is all of the trades in the NHL that have been made so far, as long as nothing has been added or whatever. I, I think that's all. The yeah. only other no. thing would be that Tyler Pickett. Yeah, but but we'll talk about that when we get to the expansion. Talk about them, uh, and then just a couple of contracts. I do want to quickly mention that they have been sort of announced. Uh, Mike Smith is resigned for two years. We don't know the cap hit still. Or sorry, no, we do. It's 2.2. Sorry, I was looking at the yesterday's one um, because it was announced yesterday, but the cap hits 2.2. A little rich for a 39-year-old goalie who is going to be a backup this year and next year. But... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe not. Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be. He had a decent season last year. He had a great season last year. Yeah, good. But for doing that on a million dollar contract last year, like he saved your ass. So he doesn't deserve this. It just, yeah, it sucks that it was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him two. I would have rather given him three mil. Three for one. Yeah, me too. I would rather give him three mil for one year. Um. So it's a fine contract. He'll be like I said. I'm pretty sure he'll be back up next year. There's no way they're running back with Koskinen and Smith again. Um, if they do, then well, fuck me. I guess I'm wrong. I'm not watching the Oilers next year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I'm watching the Oilers and they win a game, they win by five or win with five goals. So um, next, we got some a signing for the Detroit Red Wings, who signs Michael Rasmussen. Three years, one point four six. Chase, how you feeling about Rasmussen? Um, I thought he'd actually command a little bit more, but that's pretty sweet to get him, especially for three years. I was usually only signing him for like two, yeah, like one and one seven five or something like that. You know, like yeah. But yeah, no, that's an awesome, awesome deal getting him for three years. That's great. We'll know exactly who he is by the end of this. So yep, for sure. Uh, Jordan, how do you feel about the Rasmussen? I like the cap hit, and I think the term is even better. For sure. And there, there's really no other big signings. There's, or sorry, I missed one. I missed the big, big signing. Miro Heiskinen. Uh, he signs a eight-year, $8.45 million extension. I love this deal, personally. I think this is a very fair contract to what he is pretty much. I would say right now he's a seven and a half million dollar player, high skin to eight, but he will become yeah, a nine exactly. to ten. I think he will become a nine to ten valued defenseman, million dollar defenseman. So they got him on a little bit of a pay cut for the eight years. So it takes him until he's thirty. Like that's awesome. That's a great, great contract for Dallas. And with this, it makes John Klingberg a little bit more accessible to trade if wanted if they wanted to get some assets for him if he doesn't return so i do you guys have any thoughts on miro other than it was an awesome signing very cheap yeah, just a great contract so Jason? um i don't know i don't like that much money you don't like that general. much money really i don't like giving people that much money but like it's not out of the realm of where i'd sign i'm like i'd be okay with eight but rather not go eight 
Yeah, but that's I get because that. I'm more of a cheap. Like when I look at contracts, a lot of these bigger contracts, I always see they should be at least a million dollars less. But that's just how I feel usually. So nope. This is obviously where it's and that's to be, and I that's, would go with like a seven and a half million dollar deal. That's that's just me personally. See, and, and that's. And a half. That's why I mentioned before that I think he's right now a seven to seven and a half million dollar player at the moment. But in if he keeps progressing the way he does, he's going to be worth more than this in three years for sure. When he's actually more established, so at least you didn't have to give him nine or ten. Like that's exactly that's, it. Like that's what's weird is that like like I don't know like you guys and as the teams and NHL like you understand like you're so close to this being nine to. Ten million dollars for these guys, like God. Look at the leagues mm-hmm. or the teams around the league with those contracts, man. Yes, they're not uh, making it's real any... scary, real fast. It does, you know? it does. Those big contracts Especially are not when, good. Uh, what is that? Nine, eight, five, and nine and a half for the next four years in Sagan and Ben. Yeah, Sagan and Ben. There. Like, yeah, holy, they're really running shooting holy. for. You know, like it's fine. It's fine. So looking at it now until you have yeah you got more guys signed for that much and or they're or you're running into the guys ending on those contracts or you're got a guy in a couple more years that you're gonna have to give a guy that much money so it's like yeah i just don't like it being that much these guys would really help these teams out if they literally took a million dollars less instead yeah. of this like with sagan and ben like you you didn't need nine and a half you should no taken eight or something eight and a half or something like you teams these teams all over the place would be so much better off by just like a simple million dollars and it's not like you're making not what you're worth you know in my eyes nope for sure making eight and a half instead of nine and a half you know so nope completely completely get that you gotta make the deal you ain't losing them you know yeah you're not losing high scans the big deal right so and it's they they lock him up until he's thirty. He's not gonna get worse by then. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a very unlikely that he gets like a lot worse, and he's not. He's still gonna be able to play hockey by the time he's thirty. By the time contracts up, it's nice to give a contract out like this where there's promise that he's going to be better. That's yes. that's what it's all about. Lots of lots of room to upgrade. At, at, like twenty six to twenty eight guys when they're in a position where they're not gonna be better. They are at no. their best. You don't want to be signing those big deals then because, like I said, these guys are going to be screwed in a few years when they're going to have to try yeah. to get rid of Ben or Sagan, you know? I think it's probably going to have to happen. Probably in a, That's in how it is because you guys gave them that much, that much money. You know? Definitely. So, it's uh, the game. Yeah. Uh, that's all the signings other than the nope, ones. One Which one? There was one an hour ago. What was there? Yeah, the Sharks are bringing Rudolph Balser. Yeah. Oh, Balser yeah. is, is there. Okay. Man, he was traded with Carlson. Is coming back for two years, one point five five AV. I right. yeah, this still isn't bringing it up. I just refreshed all Sportsnet, and it's not even on Sportsnet. So interesting. Um, very good contract, I would say. Uh, I mean, yeah, is he gonna get like fifty points sometime or what? I'm, I'm, like, it's, I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a good contract just to kind of hey show me he needs to he needs to do it <laughs> he needs to produce now because like yeah like i said the guy's like 24 i've been waiting for a couple of years now he's had a lot of hype around him yes so 
you're on this fucking what what who's on this team? You probably don't even gonna have half the forwards they have on this team on this team. Yeah, Kachur so, like, Kane. If you don't have the opportunity to go LeBanc. Yeah. Yeah. Time, Rudolph. We will uh we will see kind of how that goes. But uh other than that, that's all the signings without the Kraken ones that we will get into right now. Should we do you guys have your list still from your team so we can kind of go over who they picked who we all picked the same of and kind of all that yeah i'm all set for what i got going on there okay uh let's start um just one second I'm just trying to see because there's some guys that okay so let's just start with anaheim uh we all had the same here hayden flurry i believe so yeah Am I right remembering that? Yeah, we all had Hayden Flurry. Most sensible pick, like we mentioned in depth last episode, or in the bonus episode. He's just needs more ice time. Good player. Um, moving on to the... Sorry, just one second. I'm losing my spot here. Uh, let's, let, or let's just start with positionally, because I have mine saved by positionally, if that works better for you guys. It doesn't really matter. I guess I'll remember where we're at. So uh, the three goalies they picked, um, let's just start there. Ottawa, they picked Joey Decord. Um, who did you guys end up picking for that? Because I did not pick Joey Decord. Yeah, they were not. Uh, for Ottawa. Say yeah, that again, I sorry. Tyranny. Oh, Abramov. And, yeah, yeah, I picked Tyranny. Yeah. I, I really thought they were going to go Tierney, but Decord makes sense too. He's a young goalie. He showed promise last year. Really nothing much else to say about Joey Decord. Uh, their other goalie, Vitek Vanacek uh, from Washington. I did not pick him. I, I didn't, I, but I'm happy I he's did. going over uh, Schultz. So. Yeah. I saw it coming, though. And Chase, you picked him. I mean, a lot of people saw this one coming. Yep. And the only reason I didn't pick him is because I thought they were picking Kakinen, which they never ended up doing. And I so I picked Brandon Dillon over Susie. And no, it's it, it makes the most sense. He's gonna be their one of their tandem goalies, him and Drieger, who Yep, definitely. Drieger we don't really need to talk about because it was obvious that was yeah, the I pick. Think we talked about that before. Talked anyway. about that in a lot. We already knew about the contract extension coming with it, so um but the one thing I will mention about Drieger is how nice did those Seattle Kraken jersey look on them there? Mm-hmm. Those are those are pretty nice, eh? I like them uh, a lot. I'm not really no, no, I'm not a huge fan of the Seattle jerseys. You don't like them? I, I think I like, they're pretty I good. Like the, I like I like the colors and like the logo. Yeah, but like past that, man, I'm not really no. A fan of the oh, I thought it was pretty sweet. I liked it. Um, moving on. Uh, let's go to the defense. Uh, let's start with the most obvious one, Mark Giordano uh, from the Did Calgary Flames. In that jersey, at all. <laughs> at all. it looked weird. Oh. It looked, he looked so a weird. Little nervous, eh? It yeah. was funny. Mark saying this is the first time he's ever been drafted. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, him being undrafted by he's Calgary. Such a funny guy, Mark yeah, and he's gonna be the leader of this team, and it kind of threw a wrench in a potential trade idea that a lot of people had with him coming out in a jersey there's no way you put him in a jersey and you don't keep him mm-hmm. exactly. next year now unless it comes up to the trade deadline and yeah exactly at least well, up to the deadline what I... do you mean he had to be there the first time he's ever been drafted yeah <laughs> yeah true he wanted to experience it. <laughs> so 
Uh, that one was the most, or the least surprising, I should say. Yeah, uh, most notable. Next one, a Jamie Alexiak pick from Dallas. This one was intriguing because it came within a five-year extension at $4.6 million, which is a really big extension for Jamie Alexiak. We yeah, were, hey, when I yeah. was talking about uh, the best class, idea, so. yeah, like when I was talking uh, last podcast there about the best idea would be to sign a defenseman who knew they were actually going to do it. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, exactly. If you sign like an Alexiak or something, that would be nice, would it not? Instead of yeah. picking basically no one off this team. And so, that's like, just what we were saying. That's one I... of the picks that I'm giving myself half credit for because at least it's like, I don't know what you do here because really you could just – pick some random guy or you right. can, like, go for a ufa like like i said if we could ever know a little bit more on that sort of stuff yes i'm still waiting maybe to... you could call that sort of stuff but like yeah who knew there was going to be like how many six ufa side yeah yeah is uh our full let's see so there's drieger alexia there's three on there oh yeah Just adam three. larson you hear me call yeah. that i called that last you time, did right? Well, let's get into that. Let's get into that right away. Four years, four million dollars, and I mean, I'm I'm not surprised, but I am because I heard he was supposed to be going back to Edmonton. I don't know what changed in the past like couple weeks with Larson, because two three weeks ago it was like set. The deal was pretty much done. Um, I like it for. Yeah, Seattle, it, hell of a lot. A right-handed D-man who's very responsible in his own end. He's, yeah, exactly. Hey, like he's going to be obviously a very... you pick. I pick Benson because, like, well, you know, reality, Why not? you should be you picking should, people yes. and not signing them at this time. But I fully understand if you can, like I said, get the you can get days. these guys signed. You fucking do it. Like, fuck yeah. it, you know. Especially Alexiak and uh, Larson. Like, that's. Those awesome are two shutdown. awesome shutdown guys. Yep. Like, Both now 28. To, now you don't need to worry about how well Colin Miller will do for you or DeMello or something like that. You're just like, yep, don't even care because yep. I got these two guys. I'm exactly. Like, talk awesome, about a PK. You know? Talk about a P, the awesome PK pair. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Those two. Yeah. Um, But no, it's like we said, Adam Larson, he's going to be dope. Uh, Jordan. Anything else yeah, on? I think it's a good deal. I, yeah. I, I think a real deal. Payment, but like you said, right-handed, so oh. his value does go I don't up. even think it's that. I don't think it's an overpayment at all. I think it's I think that's an cheap, underpayment. Man. I think you're lucky to get as a right-handed defensive defenseman. Four mm-hmm. mil is great. I right? don't know. I've never been a huge fan of Larson's game. Oh, I think he's so much more valuable. I think we criticize him too much for the Hall trade. He's not as good as Hall, but I don't even compare him to that. I I think he's right-handed. Is there's an extra million right there, <laughs> just shooting his, right. His defensive capabilities and awareness and PK is just it's, it's what awesome. you need. It's what, it's what you pay for. It, yeah, it, it's basically why you give a guy four million dollars. So it is. Um, I, I feel like he could have got five if he really wanted to hang so the open market, but obviously wasn't too comfortable with Edmonton, I guess, this whole time. No, so no it sounds off. like they kind of, the fans are the big reason he left being that they would criticize them a lot. Be, they are the ones, more or less, who criticize mm-hmm. them for the Hall trade. Man. Yeah, for sure. 
exactly. I, he wasn't bad for Edmonton ever. Um, but let's move down to uh, Carson Soucy. So they picked Carson Soucy over Kakinen, who we were all kind of surprised about. Yeah, but Carson Soucy is awesome. He's a really big defenseman, uh, really good in his own end. He's kind of been a top four defenseman on Minnesota without playing top four. You know what I mean? Like, he's good enough to play there, but they had the best. They had Ryan Suter and Brodeen ahead of him. Like, those are really hard guys to pass who are really good defensemen. So he'll play a top four role, and he's going to do awesome with more minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, moving forward, we got, obviously oh, talked about Hayden Fleury, uh, Curtis McDermott from the LA Kings. This one was very surprising because they had some right. decent options. Um, I know I took Austin Wagner, um, and you guys took Clegg, correct? No, you you yeah. didn't, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I you did. took Clegg Chase, yeah, Jordan. CU. You took Athens CU. Yeah, this yeah, one. This is this is one I'm assuming a trade. A trade. That's what the like, question is. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't because like no. McDermott, like he is pretty highly coded around the league. Like people yeah. really like this guy. Very so, like, solid six D man going for the older, veteran, uh, more stable the seventh D man here. Yeah. and he can play both play. sides. But I feel like you probably could have got a pick to, for sure to not take Clegg or instead something. of Clegg, you know, like for sure. third or something. So I feel like I've got got to be a low pick in here is how I feel. But I wouldn't be surprised if there nope. really isn't for anything, sure. But um, moving forward to the Boston Bruins pick, Jeremy Lazon was taken. Uh, this was such an obvious pick that I just fell into the the Richie trap. Um, nice, nice. I, I, I look. The more and more I looked at it after I picked Richie, I'm like, why didn't I pick Leo's on? Like, he's awesome. He could play, play both sides. He's 24. He, he played some strong minutes last year for Boston. Like, you got to build your team more on defense. I should have taken him. Yeah. Well, I think that his connection to the assistant coach was what told it for me. Right. The fact that the assistant coach had already previously worked with them and liked him significantly. Exactly. For me to yeah, that'd like, put the, this guy's mic that'll put the stamp down. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then moving on, uh, Vince Dunn as well. Another obvious pick that I ended up picking Sanko because I wanted them to be fun at the draft and just pick one of those big guys. I had to pick between one of Duchesne, Johansson, Tarasenko or Price in my head, like I had to just to make it interesting, and they I didn't. I kind of felt the same way. That might be why I went with Johansson. Yeah, but like I still like to this day, I still kind of take Johansson over <laughs> Yarncroak. Honestly, I don't know yeah. why. Even though like the fucking cap hit's not great, but that's just me personally. But yeah, I voiced my opinion on the Dunn thing. Like yeah. there's no way I wasn't taking him. No, and I should have looked at that. This guy could be awesome. Like this guy could be a awesome top four demon. Yeah. He might even be a first pairing guy. Yeah, I, I wonder really that too. He's gonna get traded because like yeah, he does seem to be the only like point point getter possibly on this defensive squad, but like he's not doesn't look like anybody on this defensive squad. At all. No, no. <laughs> you know, like I guess Geo would be a decent guy to. He kind of can be a Geo-ish sort of yeah. guy, so. I can yeah. maybe see him staying, but like also the return off of him and could the be big. 
they could get a center going on. I feel like you could really get make something happen here. So. I feel like they could get a center that they really want um, for Vince Dunn, a very solid center. Yeah, um, they're gonna have to do that since Yanni Gord is not even gonna play the first. Yeah, first couple months, months. for a month or two. Um, yeah. This and Jordan, you picked who did you pick from St. Louis? Um, from St. Louis, I took Tarasenko as well. Yeah, I had he fell into the being tr- a meta retained salary, right? Yeah, um, I mean, look, the more I look at it too, like if I'm sorry, a franchise, I go Vince Dunn over Sanko, yeah. who's been injured. I just yeah. like the fun option, it was the fun one, but so Dunn was the safe option, yeah. So. And then, uh, but moving on, we got William Borgen uh, from Buffalo. This one what seemed to be the reason they picked him, that this was the one player Buffalo is kind of hoping they didn't take. <laughs> so yeah, they, hey, so they took him. As my, like, should have known. Yes. Like, Everyone like had it. Saying even before, like, man, like, Miller could definitely not be this pick just because of what's going on yep. elsewhere. And in all reality, I should have faced face facts and like they'll find somebody different other than Miller. They'll find a yes. different option than Miller. So I should have kind of, I feel like I should have known. So yeah, me I feel too. Kind of dumb not taking Borg in there, especially because I was taking Borg in so quite a few other times and yeah, had my and, eye on him a little bit as well. And just exactly of the different ways the draft went down in yep. some instances, but yeah, one of those that I feel like I should have known for sure. Uh, kind of seemed and Jordan, you ended up picking uh Gergensen's was it or yeah. Gergerenko? Gergensen or Regerenko? Yeah. Um, speaking like of that, that, by the way, I do wanna I wanna say I fucked up on that. Um, Gergensen's is not going to the KHL. It's Grigorenko from Columbus. Mm-hmm. I always confuse the two. So yeah, thank God they traded at least one of them. Yeah. So, so that's, that's why, um, that, that's why I was confused. I knew it was one of the two and I always mixed them. So, um, but moving on to our final defenseman who was picked here, Dennis Chalowski. I know I picked him and this was the one, one of three teams that wasn't announced until I didn't find out until the expansion about Chalowski. Yeah, I saw it like a minute before um, they yeah, actually like, started it. And I was like, of course, you guys had to leak it. Just yeah, like, just, yeah. This and is I, another one I have on my should have known because like, yes. I was picking Chowalski literally every other draft. And you picked Stetcher, right? But yeah. like, he's a BC boy. Like, come on, like, they're going to yep. take him. Why not? And yep. I don't know why. I just, I kept yeah. drifting away. 20, 23 lefty was a first round pick. Seemed pretty obvious as well, and I'm glad yeah. I actually went with the obvious pick there because I made a lot of fucking bad decisions for mine. Um, <laughs> I took a gamble again on this he, one, but and no, you I took with Svechnikov, right? Yeah, but I still yeah. see the potential in him. Yeah, and a lot of people don't, understandably. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, moving on to the forwards now, we got our their first player. Or, sorry, or the player to wear the away jersey, Jordan Eberly from the New York Islanders. Yep. I called that one. Yeah, yeah I, you I, really I have did. This on my, I have this on my should have known because in all reality, how much talk and like, the rumors were there, it was basically guaranteed even yeah. a few days before that he was 
it's those are the picks. It's Everly or Bailey sort of thing. It was. So like, should have known that like there was either something going on or like they were gonna take Everly. Yeah. Like even though I wanted Bellows as much as I wanted Bellows. Like, and that's that's where I fell in. Back that, like something like something's going on or they're just gonna take Everly because Everly's cool as hell. You know? Yeah, that's where I so, fell into. Um, personally, I still would take Bailey over Everly, but that's beside the point. Um, I do like Jordan Everly a lot. I mean, watching him dominate Russia was always fun. Um, it, it made the most sense. Like you said, we fell into the Bellows trap as well of he's just so good and needs yeah. a chance that like, why don't you take him? It's kind of like the yeah, opposite of the, like of a- the Dunn of the Vince Dunn. Like, why don't you take him? Well, because there's Jordan Eberle who can actually score 20 goals. Bellos yeah, exactly. potentially they, could. Eberle literally they, can score 20 and 80. they literally thought about that very much during no. this expansion uh, draft. But For I sure. do have New York Islanders as a... As a trade, trade potentially. I do trade, too. Actually. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'm assuming it's to not take Bellows. Like that's yeah. like I don't I don't see why you as a starting franchise, especially the way they drafted, like yes, there's no young. way they didn't take Bellows, right? The way yeah. they drafted this team. Well, like you're I, telling me they didn't they didn't actually select Bellows, like Yeah, they ended up picking the second that. second oldest player on their team. Yeah, yeah. So just... Nope, for sure. And then, uh, moving on, we got Yanni Gord from Tampa. This one, I, there's a trade. There, there's got to be a trade here. Has to be. Has to be. Too many good options from Tampa. I had Johnson, but I felt like if you're Seattle, you say, okay, instead of us taking Radish or Foot, we're going to take Gord, who's awesome, but you're still going to pay us to take Gord. Yeah, exactly. Like, they were saying it's a first and third just to pass on one player. They yeah. probably paid a first for them to pass on Radish. What and... first? Twenty twenty five first round true. pick. <laughs> well, yeah, they gave yeah. They have then two seconds and a third or something. It's got to be just a pass yeah. on the young guys and take Gord for Cap. And that's a good pick Cap for Seattle. Anything? I think they no? just let them take who they want. I do think there's a trade because they're trying to shed Johnson to them. That's the yeah. Only, that's the only thing that like yeah, I'm I would There is a trade going on because they're. I think Johnson's going there. I don't see why he would, why that won't happen. Like, no, it just, for it sure. It's too obvious. They're just not taking him at a full value. So, for sure. I think Tampa's going to retain his salary and have to move somebody else. That's what I've gotten to wonder. Are they going to force Tampa to retain Johnson's salary because they signed the contract with him? That'd be <laughs> that crazy. They have to trade somebody else just to get under the cap. Oh, that would That'd be, be nuts. pretty funny. That, that would, would suck for Tampa so bad. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, let's move on to Colorado's selection, or the selection from Colorado, Jonas Donskoy. For me, this was the most obvious yeah, pick. Me too. Yeah, it, like him or JT Comfer, and I still that's who like I had. Yeah, so did yeah. I. It, it just made the most sense. He can play in the top six as a really good complimentary. And it's just winger. a very and like, solid contract. Yeah, yeah, two times more valuable in trade than yes. Comfer is right now. Exactly. Um, whether like that could change but you know yeah exactly and then also we got brandon tanev picked from the pittsburgh penguins um uh, i would i have mixed no, emotions no i mix <laughs> i have mixed emotions half of me is like okay yeah i'm okay with that and the other half of me is like 
Oh, we're going to miss Tanev a lot in the locker room. He's a really big locker room guy. He's an elite penalty killer. And he's a, such a fire plug. Like, he's just always flying out there, throwing the body. And just s- super fast, super fast Did you hear player. what he said in the expansion or when he was when he was up there? He no, I didn't. Um, they're, they're showing his profile, hey, and he's got that picture. Oh, the, of his eyes? Yeah. Super big, weird eyes and stuff like that. He's just like, I, I, to this day, I'm sticking to it. I saw a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, he's he's just a really good energy guy. Like, I, I think I'll, we'll miss his personality more than anything. But, I mean, it could have been worse. Definitely could have been worse. We could have traded away a prospect and lost this guy that we really wanted anyways. Oh, wait, that happened to the Leafs. <laughs> so let's get into that. Jared McCann, who gets picked from the Leafs for trading away Philip Hallander. Yeah, should have known. This is hilarious. Yes. Should have known. I picked Kerfoot because of the Me whole too. PC thing. And, like, I don't see why. Like, why... It seems like the more way more obvious pick. Like you just like I understand the whole trade happened and all that sort of stuff. So it was kind of like yeah, they're trading him there. So then they didn't have to. So they didn't take her foot. Like yeah, it did seem obvious. But like in all reality, it just how strange is it that they traded for a guy that's from Ontario and he was the one that got picked and exactly. he kept the guy that was from BC. Like no, nope. just so strange. But I hundred percent agree. I guess they all and... basically said and myself and even you. Uh, Ryland, where it's like I'm 100 taking McCannon. Yes. In my eyes, like yes, he's a bigger guy and he's got like he's all better. this skill. But like, like I even said as well is like the only thing that's holding me off is like you've been playing with great players and you've had all the opportunity, man. Like the one I thing know. I will say though about McCann is what changed from the year before to this year. He drives plays a lot better now than he did before. Mm-hmm. He actually can create better, and he's not just mm-hmm. a complimentary piece anymore. He could... I'm hearing a lot of people say he could be a sneaky, like, Marcheseau player. Yeah, for sure. Um, he, he, this team's Marcheseau, who could yeah, put up 60 points a year. He's going to be playing on the first or second line. Yeah, for sure. For he's sure. going to do I awesome can. this year for them, and they're just going to say you're our guy. You like yeah. play him Eberly and they'll pick up a center of some sort yeah. probably. Yeah, like I a assume big... they're going to pick up more uh solider yeah. forwards like for sure. getting forwards. That's why I, I at least two more I, I would more say. Perfect wise cuz he seems a little bit more two-way-ish. I wonder if they trade guy on a second or third line. I but wonder if they make trade for him too. Because you need him for like the first first line like McCann can play yep. on the first line and probably really blow up like that's I, I fully understand the pick and they're fucking yep. lucky like like I said there might be some weird move between Toronto Pittsburgh and Seattle here because you're real damn lucky to get Tanev and fucking McCann yes like, the they are they are lucky you know? to get both of so them. yeah hey. um Jordan how do how are you feeling about the McCann deal of it all because my dad was flipping shit to me today about it <laughs> and it was so funny I get it, and it it makes sense, but I definitely thought it would have been Kerfoot. Yeah, it just seemed like the pick, and then they made yeah. that trade, and it's like, oh, okay, so we're going to take now, McCann now from you? Like, I don't it see why 
in those two. It seemed like, like Toronto. It seemed like Toronto forgot the fact that Seattle had to put their list down the same time as them, and they're like, "Oh, they're gonna pick Kerfoot. We're gonna keep McCann. That's our replacement." And then they lose McCann. They're like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> How we thought. I guess we're keeping Kerfoot, and that could be it too. Mm-hmm. So, I, so Jordan, Jordan, um, what do you like out of those two players? Like, get rid of like a team. Like, don't worry about what team they're fitting on. Out of those two guys, who do you think you would take? Like, I'd probably take McCann. Yeah, hey, like when you're yeah, yeah. When you're dealing with something scratch, you got nothing. I think, like that's I think that's what Seattle the, was looking at. Hey, if, the like, they're just, only like, we're reason starting with scratch, and maybe yes. I would take McCann. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over Kerfoot in that sort of case that like for sure he does probably have the more potential than Kerfoot. Yeah, for sure but he does. we're talking so it's such a minuscule amount you know right so it's there they're a lot of the same player the one thing the reason you would only reason i think say you take Kerfoot over mccann is Kerfoot's a better center than mccann and he can kill penalties but at the same time McCann has more offensive upside and he's probably he's probably just better. He's cheaper contract as well. Like you save five hundred K. I know that's not a lot, but Yeah, but it sure might not be next year. Like, no, that's true. He is also up next year. That was I the think other reason I kinda went towards Kerfoot is like just I don't the have to pay this guy possibly five, six million dollars next year when he gets sixty points or something, you know? Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. We'll talk about this again next year when they're gonna be like, Okay, so who do you pick? McCann or Kerfoot now? McCann at five point five for five years or whatever he's gonna get. Yeah. Or do you like, take Kerfoot one more year, three and a half? Mm-hmm. Right, because they are very much the same player, but yeah. they're probably also gonna get paid the same amount in two years' time when Kerfoot's up. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, moving on to the surprising pick, I know Chase, you were the most surprised about this. Callie Yarncroft, who was picked, uh, he was my. I pick. wasn't. He was surprised. also surprised. Okay, I like you. Okay, I shouldn't pick. say that. You, I just, I just you would have picked. Means- I was assuming there was going to be something with Johansson in here. Yeah. I really was like, and I don't know. I just, I didn't think Yarncroke would be part of it if there was a Johansson deal. But since there's like clearly like not nothing to do with Johansson here, like yeah, I'd go Yarncroke for sure out of all yeah, these guys. For sure, Yarncroke's Yarncroke's the guy. So like cheap deal. Yeah. Can I've always liked him. Consistently like, score ever, Matt. So like, yep. it's cool that he's gonna get this chance. I don't know what's happened to him in the last four or five years, but he should be a hell of a lot better, getting yes. a lot more points. But that's just natural the last three or four years. So, so. maybe he can actually Figure be out. the guy I wanted him to be for so yeah. long now. Nope, for sure. And because Jordan, you picked Kelly Yarnkirk, right? I did. Yes. Yeah. Well. So I figured. Um, I I thought I'd remember you saying that. So this is a good pick. Uh, moving down to Mason Appleton. This is the one for me where I'm pissed off because I had Appleton in every single expansion draft until my last one, and I put Demello. Nice. And I'm yeah, like, I could why? Go away, man. Why? Like, why didn't I pick Appleton? He makes the most sense. He's 25. Yeah, good he had a very good year this year. I don't know. This one seemed like the most easy pick. He- don't pick app or that you just pick appleton yeah um moving on to the new jersey devils pick nathan bastion 
I can't remember, but didn't one of you two pick Bastion? Yeah, I did. No, I you did. PK. You had PK, and I had Andreas Janssen, which I looked at more after. I'm like, fuck, that's an expensive contract. <laughs> it's I not f- that expensive, but, like, that's if... For him, like That's if I he's, like, doing more... If he's doing shittier or even worse than he has, then, yeah, it's a bad contract. But if he bounces back in any way, shape, or form... True, he did play he, bad in New Jersey. I don't think you really regret it too much. But Bastion, though, um, makes yeah, a lot of sense. Like he's a young game, player. He's, I should have looked at his age and realized, oh, he's only 23. Pick, he's going to play probably fourth like, line. I've been picking him for fucking so long, man. Yep. And I didn't even know that they were about a lot of these younger guys, and I didn't even have them protected. And yeah. I was still taking Bastion. So, like, I love this guy, like, more than, like, I believe in him more than I believe in a lot of players. Like, not saying this guy's going to be a first or second line guy, but let's line. say why not? Because, like, he's six foot four. Yeah. This guy gets, like, a point per game in the AHL. Tell me he's he showing all the right Wilson signs. Or something like that. Like, he can yeah. be your. You can be your big dumbass on the your line third good your guys. third forward on your first line or your sixth forward yeah, on your exactly, second line. Right? So like yeah. I, I have high high hopes for him. It's just that with this team, like they, I'm assuming they're trading a right-handed uh, winger because they have like four or five that they need to play. So yeah, they uh, have or they're gonna Eb- or it's Eberle, gonna be the one team in the league that has right-handed players playing the left side. Yes. Wow, it'll be just wow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, for sure. Um, and I mean, I like Jordan said with PK there. PK would have been a fun option, but he doesn't fit. And certainly a good marketable option. Yeah, he, he just doesn't. It, to go. Exactly, he just doesn't fit. <laughs> so I guess. Yeah. Um, and then finally, also, or sorry, not finally, we got. The New York Rangers, they picked Colin Blackwell. For me, this was the most obvious one. Um, I don't think either of you guys picked Black- Blackwell. No, we picked Julian Gauthier. Yeah, for me, yeah. it was Blackwell because he had a really good season. They needed guys to actually play in the NHL in a top nine role or maybe a fourth line he can play too. He, I don't know. He just showed promise. And he's gonna play unless they trade him because he's got mm-hmm. cheap cap it. He's got cheap cap it for this year. He can't go wrong. I understood the range the goth here, but Yeah, like this team in like San Jose, like you really can't like I wouldn't say we're wrong at all in any way, shape, or form. No 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 Jordan. Because in in a sense we were picking uh just just some random forward. Like that's what we were going for with with uh um the Rangers there with like a goche. Um Blackwell is basically the same kind of thing that we're looking at. It's just an actual 27-year-old or right. a little bit older uh, sort of guy. So it's not like uh, the picks were like far off or anything. No, no. When it comes to San Jose, they took True over Gambrell. So I'm acting like I basically got that pick right because who, who fucking cares who it really was? Exactly. It was going to be some guy like that, you know? So um, speaking of so that, like, True, she's as a... Um, he was San Jose's pick, like he said. Um, decent AHL option there. Uh, did you have more to say? Sorry about the Rangers before I cut you off. No, no, it's no, it's fine. Um, yeah, Alexander True, been an AHL guy. He played a couple games this year. Uh, I believe he played. I don't even know how many games he played. Just give me a second. Um, he's a solid 
24 year old uh six foot five is very very big player uh just trying to see where he played he did play last year he played seven games and he got one assist so uh i'm sure he'll be an ahl guy this year i wouldn't be surprised he might get a chance in the nhl but i guess we'll find out in a couple weeks and then finally the first player or the final player i got from the philadelphia flyers they picked carson twarinski who i know absolute fuck all about i know he's 23 i do know he is from alberta interesting okay then you go into it uh I'll just quit here quick guy. Uh, he was drafted third round 2016, 82nd overall. He's six foot two, 200 pounds. Uh, Chase, what do you know about this guy? Because I just I just know him from like the dub a little bit. And then when he kind of came up with uh, the Flyers, well, he had a super amazing yeah, was showing a hit, his first uh, first games there with the Flyers. He was just all over the ice, just mad energy, fast and all this stuff. I'm so surprised he's 6'2", because I don't remember him looking like he yeah. was even over six feet. He just seemed like <laughs> a small, rambunctious sort of guy. But no, he's like he's just progressed from what I hear continually every year. Like As you see, like if you look at his stats, he really only played one year in the AHL, and then he yeah. already started getting at least scratched in the NHL and stuff like that right. in between and going back and forth. So, like, yeah, he's he's one of those guys that just you can just throw him in there and he's perfect for that sort of stuff the style like with the players that they're getting like a colin blackwell like this guy will play yeah you know, there'll be a tough line to deal with these guys are going to be fast and like i said rambunctious you could say so, so you say a line of blackwell uh twarinski and brandon tanev just flying around the ice oh hitting, yeah like hitting winning puck be, battles just taking shots be, yeah that would be very hard to deal with Lots of speed, lots of speed on that line. So uh, that that is it for the expand. Uh, I don't think I missed anyone. At least I didn't miss anyone on cap so. friendly. Um, no, so that is the Seattle expansion draft notes. We so, were fairly close. It looks like a pretty solid team. How many uh, picks did you guys get right? I got. I got eleven. You got out of thirty. 11. 100% correct. So I, I hit a 36%. And then if I want to be cheesy, I can act like I somewhat knew or somewhat called the Edmonton Dallas uh, Larson and Alexis. Yeah. Like I was saying about the San Jose one, like it, it could have been like Gambrell or True or any of those random guys. So if I really wanted to push my pump myself up, I could say I got uh, <laughs> 14 out of 30, but in all reality, to be like legitimate. I got 11 out of 30. Yeah, I got eight. <laughs> I believe so, it was nine for me. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty far. I, I was focusing too much on the, um, how should I put it, uh, exciting picks, I guess, and them picking the hype, the hype players, I guess. Like the Braden Holtby, it was obvious. It seemed obvious they were going to pick him, but they picked Cole Lind, um, who's in our player I missed, by the way. And Kale Fleury, who are, I ended up picking as well as someone I missed from Montreal. Like, that one seemed obvious to me. The Kerfoot one kind of seemed obvious and then wasn't. The Colin Miller until for a little... I was so sold on that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm 
not surprised. I had Yanni Gord picked in half of mine, but the other half I didn't. I had either Radish or Foot, so it was tough. Yeah. Like and and the Vanacek seemed obvious, but so did Kakinen, and I didn't end up picking Kakinen. So I don't know. There's a couple guys that I should have looked at more, like Leao's on for me. That was a bad pick, and but there's also I, the I some. I should have called that geeky getting picked in all reality. Yeah. Every time I did a trade fucking before this, other than the one time they let Niederreiter sit there, like, I picked geeky, and I had the trade of whatever else was involved, hey? But the pick was always geeky. And then, right. fucking, of course, they picked geeky, and it's like, well, son of a bitch, I've been picking this guy. It's like <laughs> part of this shit this whole time. Yeah, so, it's... Like, I guess we oh. don't know for a fact that there's a trade, but still, like... Yes. It, there's gotta there's, be, because... Yeah. Like Carolina couldn't have just gotten off scot free, not losing Jake Bean. Like, yeah, like exactly. Like Jake Bean could have been him. the steal of the draft. Yeah. And draft. that's an obvious fact because they did take Dunn. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they didn't just like, oh yeah, we'll take Terrence Senko or sorry. whatever. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I also wonder like, where where I sorry, just where I really went wrong, I guess you could say, is is the direction of the team. Yes. One, I heard there was it was almost impossible to make these deals, and that these deals may not be what they're supposed to be, or just it sounded like there's lots of fighting with it. So yes, I was like, I was getting into the mind aspect that all of a sudden I got to pick players off this, like I got to choose players that can actually play because I might not get much out of these trades. You know, maybe I can't get right. anything out of this, and if I at least pick. <clears throat> A, so, a roster, uh, dudes. I can, I can kind of flip these guys a little bit easier, because like, let's be serious. If there's like limited, like a couple of trades that give you a few picks here and there with the team selected right now, they're so fucked. They're just sitting, they're oh, yeah. sitting there for like two years waiting, and that's yep. it. Because like, you don't, you don't have anything to trade chip with because like you have to play these guys, and especially yeah. with Gord not being not playing, uh, for the first bit, like you have to keep these guys around. Uh, with Columbus possibly having a trade, does that mean Domi's getting going over there? If it is, it's kind of down because he's also apparently hurt for the first bit. Yeah, so like, there's like, a lot of question so marks. It's like, were they like these trades better really give them uh, the Vegas boost that Vegas got? Because that's the only reason Vegas was able to do anything that they did because they had actual things to work with. Like you had draft picks, you had an extra player here and there, you know, like that's, that's what got them to be able to trade for the next guy and pick the next guy and use that, those prospects and stuff. But when I'm looking at this team, I'm worried, like, are you guys going to even be able to, if you're not even going to be in that position. You might not be like, that's, that's scary. You're just going to actually yes. hang out and wait until people need to shed contracts to you. Like, if, like if that's the idea, then Seattle better, wait a couple of years until they want to really be until they think they should be competitive until they think exactly until but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm quite rattled over this expansion like the i am a little these trades because this is this is worrying me because i don't yeah, want them to be stuck in a position where they're like they didn't get that much out of this and now they can't really do too much because they just yeah they is this gonna move. be the most like average team possible next year yeah, with an average amount of prospects and picks, so you can yeah. you don't want to lose them all, you know. 
And exactly. And it gets hard to make moves. Like, uh, I'm like, like I said, these trades better be pretty fucking nice because they're going to need them. Yes, yeah. they will. They will definitely need a lot of these. And but there's also still a lot, a lot of work to be done. There's the whole of free agency. We never know. Yeah, um, they could be mad active in free agency. Yeah, uh, yeah I would cool. not I be surprised Schwartz about Schwartz. Uh, that's exactly the name I was about to say. Oh, yeah, Jaden Schwartz was. Uh, no, you're good. It's just funny. We thought at the same time. Jaden Schwartz sounds very likely to go to Seattle. Um, I heard they're going to take another run at Dougie Hamilton. I heard they yeah. did with the Carolina pick that they were going to pick Dougie Hamilton and sign him. But mm. Dougie Hamilton had no interest at the time. Maybe that changes after they make a few signings and show they're more yeah, exactly. actually the a good team got. and then pay Dougie Hamilton up the ass. Um, I've heard rumblings that they could be one of the teams in on Seth Jones, but with what a- with what assets, I'm no yeah, clue, hey. right? Uh, it could be could be anything. That's why we need all these trades to come out as well. To see if they are mm-hmm. going to make any moves. Because yeah, it'll give us an eye into what their direction is. Because I look at this decor, and on the left side it seems pretty set: Giordano, Jamie Alexiak, Carson Soucy, and then Jeremy Louis is on. Will either play as a seventh or on the right hand side. But there's also Vince Dunn as a lefty. Chalowski is a lefty. Um, they got Hayden Fleury who can play both sides. Well, it seems like Adam Larson, I'd say Hayden Fleury actually, and Vince Dunn, I guess, are going to play the right side. So they have one natural right-handed defenseman. Yeah, hey, that is what it, that's what's so weird. Is that's that where I'm confused about. All of this that happened, um, yeah, you didn't take DeMello or Miller, so you don't have that third or fourth. Or, or exactly. sorry, second or third uh, right-handed D-man there. So yeah, and yeah, that's you that's where Dougie or something, hey, because and that's just it. Or sign trade for Seth. Lefties. So we'll kind of see how it goes. There's a lot of free agency to go still. A lot of movement to be made around the league, and I am excited. That at least teams are starting to make stuff happen. So, uh, do you guys have anything else to add to Seattle? Oh, no, other than the trade that they made. They traded with Calgary. They drafted Pitlick from Arizona and traded him to Calgary for Calgary's fourth-round pick of 2022. So, I mean, not a a bad trade, I guess. An okay move. Yeah, still waiting to hear the rest of them to compare. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. um, I'm sure those will all be finalized by next week's podcast. So, if you guys have nothing else... Uh, that'll be this week's edition of the podcast. So next week we will be talking about free agency because I believe the first couple days of uh, the open market will be open and we'll talk about our mock drafts that we did and compare and see who is going where or even if some first-round picks are being traded because I do know a lot of teams are shopping some of their first-round picks. But until then, we'll catch you guys next week. Uh Go follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, at the Catch on Ice. You can still email me. I, I won't check it again, but you can still email me. Uh, but for now, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Peace.